Hello, friend, and welcome to the U-Turn Podcast. This is your host, Ashley Stahl. I'm a career expert, a speaker, and a best-selling author of the book, U-Turn. Get unstuck, discover your direction, and design your dream career. I wrote the U-Turn book and created this podcast to help you reconnect to who you truly are at your core. And that's why every single week, I bring you a guest on with the intention of helping you upgrade your confidence in work and and in love. Now let's get in to this week's episode. U-turn friends. Okay, so I'm so excited today because I'm going to be interviewing Wade Lightheart. His Instagram is his name, L-I-G-H-T Heart. He's an author, an athlete, nutritionist, expert on fixing digestion, co-founder and president of Bioptimizers. You know that I've talked a lot about their magnesium breakthrough product and how many different levels and nuances of magnesium it has in it. Um, And I've just become totally obsessed with using it. And so I'm really excited to have him on today. Um, And just a friendly reminder, those of you who want to check it out, it's over at magbreakthrough.com slash U-Turn 10, Y-O-U, Turn 10 for you to get that discount. Um, And today I'm really really excited to talk to him about digestion. What are the five stages? Um, What is the one biggest thing that someone can do to fix their digestion? Um, Why aren't you seeing results from perhaps the enzymes or the probiotics that you try? Um, And then I want to ask him a lot about magnesium. Like why is this product that he has that I think is the best one in the market? Why is it doing so well? Why do people need it? Uh, And so much more. So get your notepads out. We are going to jam so hard today. Wade, thank you so much for being here with me. Super great to be here. Can't wait to to hang out for a little while and uh, see what we can help people, you know, move forward in their life. It's a big passion of mine. Well, you know, the fact that you've done, you know, hundreds of podcasts per year, I am on a mission right now to pull something new out of you or just to get one of your (laughs) interviews yet. So I want to ask... um, what is it? I could ask you about your story. So if there's anything about your story of why you're in wellness, I would love to know. And then I also would love to just hear about like, why do you think this product has been doing so well and why do people need it? So whatever you want to share about those two things. You know, I'm just an ordinary kid from very humble beginnings in, you know, rural Canada, grew up doing all the things that kids do. And then when I was 15, went through a big life change. My sister was four years, my senior got sick with cancer. Uh, devastated my family, all the components of that. She went through the medical model for four years before she died at the age of 22. Um, I got into bodybuilding at the same time as a way to kind of manage like, Hey, I needed like my life seemed to be out of control and had no control. And bodybuilding was a great way for that. I went on to study exercise physiology at university and got into nutrition and personal training and fell in love with helping people move forward in their own lives uh, and developing methodologies, practices, principles, and, you know, uh, about, uh, 2004, I guess, um, Matt, my business partner and I, uh, who was also a personal trainer, um, we decided that we had fixed our digest. I went to the Mr. Universe contest and, uh, represented my country. And, um, uh, but after the contest, I went through this massive health crisis. I gained 42 pounds of fat and water in 11 weeks. I went from Mr. Universe to Mr. Marshmallow. And I was like, how is this possible? I've been, I've got the best coaches. I've got the best training. I've got the best dietary stuff. I've got Spartan discipline. I've got a positive attitude. I've got all these clients. I'm like, the, I'm supposed to be all that in a bag of chips, as they say. And, and I made this crisis and I got lucky. I I met a medical doctor. His name was Dr. Michael O'Brien. He was everything that you could want to be as a senior citizen. He was in his late seventies. He had vibrant skin. His eyes looked great through. He had all this energy. He had overcome cirrhosis of the liver and cancer. And I was just like, I went up to him. I'm like, look, I don't understand what's wrong. Like I'm I'm doing everything that's supposed to do. And you know, how come I'm not, you know, how come I've, I've had this health crisis? He says, Wade, you've learned to build the body from the outside in. I'm going to teach you how to build a body from the inside out. And he started teaching me about how I had disrupted my digestion following a performance-based diet, which was related to aesthetics. And all the ladies out there can remember, like yeah. our, our aesthetical imagery, especially nowadays, because it's so proliferated through social media, whether it's magazines and TV and television and, you know, streaming podcasts and YouTube and stuff. It's, there's, a, there's a real intense pressure on a cosmetic idea mm-hmm. or ideal. And I was in that world, right? Very deeply 
and, um, you know, coached a ton of women, uh, in the highest levels of fitness comp competitions and things like that. And so I could relate to that pressure to kind of hit this kind of super advanced ideal to, you know, and learned a lot about that psychological and emotional process. But I went through this transformation with, um, Dr. O'Brien and in six months I got my health back. To and actually went to a level that I never experienced before. I got my fitness back. So I realized that in my pursuit of the cosmetic idea, I had sacrificed my health. So fitness or aesthetically pleasing body is not necessarily a healthy body. Yeah. And a lot of people compromise their health to achieve that. And then I began studying all sorts of things because there was a cognitive component to this as well. I began diving into orthomolecular psychiatry books from Dr. Abram Hoffer and Dr. Linus Pauling and Dr. David Hawkins and how they were using nutrition to change a variety of you know, neurological conditions that were only responding to drugs and stuff. And I was like, wow, nutrition really is a big deal. And I studied the origins of how our agricultural industry got hijacked after the 1940s with the baby boom. And all of a sudden we changed the food that we're producing. We changed how we grew the food. We changed the mineral content of the food. We disrupted the microbiome that transformed nutrients to our body. We, we, we stripped all the enzymes out of it. We stripped all the nutrients out of it. And then we started giving these people factory food, chemical food, you know, pasteurized and produced and distributed around the world that would last for years and gave you nothing. And then people are, you know, going through life, living in a city, you know, as I say, living in a box, watching a box, going to a box and wondering why their lives suck. Yeah. And I'm like, it starts internally. And from that, we were able to coach uh, tens of thousands. I think it was 15,000 clients in four years at a holistic health clinic in Vancouver. Wow. And, and, and I got to learn everything about, you know, different bodies, different stages of life, hormone profiles, uh, genetics, uh, lifestyle components, and what were the companies. And then I built a set of principles that I could apply to anybody so that they could address. We actually give them away on our website. They can follow that process. I give it away as part of my service nowadays because I love helping people and coaching people. It's fun. And it's like, where do I start? Well, I'll start here. Called the awesome health formula. And then, um, it, it, it just blossomed to that. Matt and I started the company and uh, it's been growing exponentially. We've literally been doubling year on year for the last five years, which is a, its own set of pressures. Uh, so, uh, but it's a lot of fun because we get to help a lot of people. Mm, beautiful. And, you know, I, I, I'm sorry to hear that you lost a sibling. I, I also lost my, my older sister and I understand how much that can impact your life and your choices. And it's, isn't it just amazing that you've devoted so much of your life to well-being and health and that these experiences can send you on such an impact, um, or at least be part of it. Um, okay. So I know that we live in a world right now where there is like an unusual amount of autism, Asperger's, you know, um, a lot of conversation about vaccinations, um, without getting political, I guess my curiosity is, what are some of those additional factors that you think are causing so much illness? I get what you're saying about living in a box going to, I mean, I live in New York city, so I am absolutely living in a box going to a box uh, and so much more. Um, what are some small hacks that you think people could do to radically improve their health? Um, just given the elements and the, you know, like, for example, I have a water filter, like I use electrolytes, like all of these different things. What are some pieces of feedback you'd have on just these little tweaks that would make a huge wellness difference? Well, um, all of your listeners will be able to get the extensive version. So I'm going to give you the summary version. Okay. Um, I developed a system called the awesome health system, and it's a complete philosophy to, to, to be able for anybody to say, Hey, what are, you know, everyone has a limited amount of time and a limited budget that they can spend. So where are they going to get the most traction at the right time in a strategic way that allows them to leverage? And uh, the awesome is an acronym and it stands for air, water, exercise, sunlight optimizers, which are the things that enhance cellular function inside the body, mental beliefs and attitudes, education, testing, and coaching. Mm. And that's the E part, et cetera. And so these became a top down series that people could apply because all my clients needed to understand, you know, how do you, how do you crawl, then walk, then run. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, here's the three non-negotiables air, water, exercise. And when I mean air, I'm talking about the cultivation of a breathing practice. 
Breathing is the only function of the body that we can do both unconsciously or consciously. And it has a huge effect, uh, whether it's high performance athletics. I was training with tactical special forces last weekend, whether it's with the ER room, whether it's with, uh, you, you know, dealing with your kids and the stress. The reality is, is your breath dictates how your nervous system works. And if you get a little bit of breathing practice, you're way ahead of the game. Uh, it's also an important aspect for longevity, developing a cardiovascular fitness that's in around the 2.5% percentile, like at the top 2.5. That's not that hard to do. It sounds hard, but it's over and above the population. So that's got to be a culmination of an aspect. Second thing, hydration. Everything everything is compromised by how much water or how little water you drink clean filtered whether it's ionized blue lighted mineralized whatever <laughs> you know there's a, I, I can go on for two days about the different types of water i've tested over 200 different water systems in my life but what i can say is hydrating and, and carrying water with you and making sure that you are well hydrated with H2O is absolutely critical to the function of everything in your body. Um, nothing works right when you're dehydrated. And most people are not just dehydrated, they're chronically dehydrated. Mm. And what that means are they are constantly, so they want to take a supplement, they want to take a vitamin, they want to take a drug, they want to do whatever. But the reality is they're just dehydrated. Yeah. Fix the water and you're good. There's a great yeah. book by Feridun Batman Gallage. Uh, about your body's many cries for water. Read that wow. book, blow your mind. You'll get what I'm saying. Wow. Second thing, okay. yes. The third thing, exercise. You need to move your body. One of the things for mental health, psychological health, emotional well-being, and that's where so many people have been stressed, particularly in the last two years, is to get up in the morning and go for a walk. <laughs> um, the act of moving your visual cortex through the world has a reduction of anxiety and stress that is produced by the amygdala. Now you can get up and go for a run. You can go for a walk. Maybe you, like I live in Venice. I, and I've chosen the areas that I live in within walking distance of my gym, walking distance of the grocery store that I want to go to walking distance to my, uh, to the beach here. So I've got like seven minute walk to each one, just that getting up in the morning and going for that walk clears my mind, gets me in a good place go to the gym, I go to the coffee shop, whatever it happens I do, I feel good. And I've moved my body and that detoxifies. And of course, I start with a big glass of water. Mm -hmm. And then from then, uh, you're also getting out in the sunlight, exposing yourself to sunlight, vitamin D. The biggest thing of the last two years is if you, the, the very biggest variance in um, the health of the population was how much vitamin D they were exposed to. So people in sunny states did better than people in states that didn't have a lot of sun. And you can get out on a cloudy day, getting your, your getting your eyes and your brain and your body exposed to light is huge. And if you can't do that, get a red light machine in your house and shine that on yourself every morning. It will make a big difference in your life. Before you do nutrition, I don't forget the diet, forget the stuff, forget all that stuff, get that stuff in order. And then you're off to the races. And then uh, we can get in all of the nuances of which dietary philosophy is better for you, your genetics, your epigenetics, your hormones, your stage of life, and what you want to accomplish in life. And, and I, I can go as deep as you want to go on all those things. Hey, U-Turners, I have such good news for you. Our friends over at Bioptimizers have put together a really irresistible offer that is only good while their stock lasts. So here's the deal. You're going to get a free bottle of their best-selling enzyme supplement called Masszymes, a free copy of their book, From Sick to Superhuman, a free copy of The Ultimate Carnivore Cookbook, and a free copy of Plant-Based Superfood Delights. This bundle comes at a value of 81 bucks, but they're sending it to you complimentary if you fill out a short form and cover a small shipping fee. So really a rare deal. I'm so excited about this. So why should you take advantage of this free bundle offer? Well, Masszymes, is a powerful best-in-class enzyme supplement that improves digestion, reduces gas and bloating, and provides relief from constipation. Wah, wah, wah. Nobody really wants that stuff, am I right? So you'll want to take this supplement daily even if you only eat healthy organic food because your body produces fewer enzymes as you age and it becomes harder to quickly digest and assimilate food. So taking mass enzymes daily can really help you fill those digestion gaps. 
Um, I remember having a conversation with a wellness expert and them telling me that if you are farting all the time, your digestive tract is giving you feedback that something you're eating isn't agreeing with you. So after you start taking masszymes, you may notice that you no longer feel bloated after meals, that your belly feels flatter. And if you have leaky gut, masszymes is really key to help you, you know, it could reduce gut irritation and help you absorb more nutrients. Like I said, this free bundle offer, which includes a bottle of masszymes and three free eBooks is only available while their stock lasts. So you want to go to this exclusive link they gave me, masszymes.com. It's M-A-S-S-Z-Y-M-E-S.com slash U-turn free, Y-O-U-T-U-R-N free. Oh, and in case you're wondering, there's no strings attached to their offer. There's no automatic subscription renewal or any annoying thing to cancel. So just head on over to masszymes.com slash U-turn free now to get your exclusive free product bundle. Now let's get back to this week's episode. Well, a couple things about water. One common complaint that I get, and it's not just from other people, but often myself is you just don't want to have to pee all day. Like I know that it's a very real thing. And people will say to me, especially health people like you, Wade, they'll say, well, just deal with it because you need to be hydrated. And it's like, no, I'm on an airplane and I can't get up seven times from the window seat and pee because I need to wear a diaper at this point at 34 years old. So my question is like, when do you when are the optimal times to hydrate? What is the optimal pace? And have you learned anything about water filters that you can impart upon us? Because you just said you tried 200 different types of water. So I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, which one do you think is best? Um, Great so yeah, talk to me. Great. Um, I have a seminar and it's actually in the series I talked about and it's based on water, the great mystery. What are the things, elements of water and hydration? <laughs> and once you understand cellular physiology, you're going to really understand of how important it is. And uh, aging and degeneration are very strongly correlated with dehydration. And, and for particularly uh, a lot of women who are very conscious about aging, you know what? Pee your brains out save yourself on Botox. It's just that simple. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hydration is a big factor of skin health, the vibrant health, and also for hormone health. Dehydration is very disruptive to our biochemistry. So um, I I, I always, I'm very cautious about the water commerce because whatever you say, someone else is going to say something else, but I would say this. What we do know is that water has 440,000 information panels. It exists as a solid, a liquid, a gas, and as a crystal. The crystal contains these storage information, your emotions, your thoughts, the reason you remember your keys, your address, or the feelings you have are directly related to the storage principles of water. So when you're in this debate of all the different water companies that are advocating for their water, the reality is this, hey, imagine water molecule as a DVD. You can put a sports documentary, you can put a horror film, you can put a drama on it, you can put an education researching, you can put scientific data on it. If you think in terms of water as a storage device, then you'll see that this person is saying, hey, you need to blue light it. This person says you need to mineralize it. This person says you need to filter all the chemicals out of it. This person says you need to ionize it. They're all right because Mm -hmm. they're just telling you how they're impacting the storage factor of the water. Mm. What they will all say it similarly is that you need to hydrate regularly and conscientiously. All animals in nature go to where there's a hydration source. That is the first thing. If you are in survival training, they say, find a water source. Mm-hmm. If you are in a city, find a water source. I myself, uh, I use a uh, a very um, sophisticated water filtration system because I live here in um, Venice, California, and the the base water is not that great. Um, So I do a filtration system and I drink a lot of ionized water, particularly because I love the antioxidants as well that I get from that. And that's, that's my primary source. I drink all kinds of water, but that's my primary source of water every day. Start in the morning. I drink a big glass of water with vitamins and minerals. I drop liquid vitamins and minerals into it, gun that down. Um, I take a water bottle to the gym. I work out. So I've got like two liters into me, you know, by 730 in the morning. Wow. And that sets my day up. That sets my day up. I'll take another, you know, and, you know, I've got my water here. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my glass, I, I keep a water, a glass of water around me all the time or a bottle of water. So I just sip. 
throughout the day. And I, without thinking about it, I get probably five, six liters a day. And yes, I pee a lot. Yeah. And yes, you just have to deal with it. No, wait, I was hoping for a magical answer. I had somebody yeah, no. about pelvic floor on the podcast and confessed to her that I was drinking so much water. I like sneezed and almost peed myself in Central Park the other day. So it's like, I just don't want... Well, another question is, well, there's one, there's one issue that I think is really relative to women because I saw this problem very well. And I do believe that because we sit a lot, it is disrupting uh, females pelvic floor in particularly. So getting pelvic floor training, um, I, I would put people on a rebounder, uh, a mini trampoline. I think it's a great way to exercise. And a lot of girls would want to pee their pants. And so I would refer them out to uh, people who would train pelvic floor because a lot of these muscles get loose and they don't get contractile. And I'll tell you, it is a big deal for women and they, they feel like they're going to pee themselves all the time yeah. because we're used to, we're normally as we're anatomically designed to be walking, to be stepping up high, to be squatting. And almost nobody does that anymore, especially if you, you live in a city. Not, we're not supposed to be 40 hours a week in a cubicle with no window. <laughs> Correct. So, um, you know, one of my, uh, my, my friends, uh, her name is, uh, Saida Dejali, Dejali, and she has got, um, a great website for women on how to directly improve their pelvic floor, their contractile ability and the muscles down there it makes a big difference in your life and it will reduce your ability, your need to pee all the time. So I highly advocate it. That is actually really cool. And I want to just verify with your opinion, because I know that we, I've always read, you know, it's like, what's your body weight, cut it in half. And that's how many ounces of water you need per day. Do you go by that kind of rule or how do you, advise someone on how yeah. much water they should be having one ounce for every lean pound of body mass they have. So if you get on a DEXA scan mm -hmm. and uh, let's say your, your average woman has uh, say a hundred pounds of lean body mass, let's say. Mm -hmm. um, so you would take that hundred pounds and that means you need a hundred ounces at least a day. So that's approximately three liters, right? Okay. Three. So, so um, that's the easiest way to do it. Um, the more you exercise and the more you're subjected to heat, then that's going to be a big factor involved. The other thing is if you're doing a lot of stimulants on the caffeine side, particularly, mm -hmm. or any other stimulants, they can be very dehydrating as well yeah. as some foods. So you have to pay attention. Your diet is a big influence. If you're on like a fruitarian or a high vegetable based diet, you're getting a lot of water from the food that you're actually consuming. Mm -hmm. So if you're on a ketogenic diet, you're going to have to be very uh, much more on to how well you hydrate because those tend to be very dehydrating diets. And a lot of uh, aesthetic diets are dehydrating. You know, they're, they're high protein, dry foods, things like that. And so you have to be mindful of your hydration based on the dietary choices you make. Okay. That's really helpful. And when you talk about like lean weight, I'm guessing that there's a lot of uh, people listening who don't have like a special scale. Is that, is that like technically if you're 25% body fat, you take your weight and times it by 0.75. And those are, that's yes. still like lean. Okay. I'm very impressed with my common sense right here. Yeah, it's common sense. Add yeah. on this back. Okay. So, um, and I mean, I think a lot of women could probably Google their BMI, their BMR body fat, and kind of just take a good guess if they haven't gotten an exact amount. Water is also the key to, uh, maintaining a healthy body weight. And most times that you think you're hungry, you're actually dehydrated. We misidentify yeah. the, we misidentify the cues. Yeah. And, um, you know, I learned this way back when I was training fitness competitors, I was like, you know what, start slamming the water. That's, what's going to help you lean out to the way you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. So some other questions also about exercise, you talk about walking around in the morning, I live in New York city. I've got a hundred pound German shepherd. Who's just like this big ball of fluff and he needs a walk every morning. First thing. So come hell or high water, I am walking him, um, by before 9am. Um, and he needs so much walking that I walk around 40 miles a week with him. Like I'm literally, I feel like Forrest Gump at this point. So <laughs> my, my question is there's a lot of people listening. If they're anything like me and I, I feel like almost embarrassed to say this to you, but I do not love exercise. Like <laughs> there is a very sedentary candy eating reality, television, loving consumer inside of me. And I don't choose that path all the time. I'm definitely taking care of myself. So 
is it enough for somebody to want to just walk every day because they don't like all the other elements of exercise? Because usually what I hear is, oh, well, you should be doing weights and da, da, da. But when you look at it, it's like, I know there's a lot of people out there that taking a walk every day is as much as they're willing to do. It's kind of an accomplishment for them. They're moving. Like, what's your take? Are they really missing the mark on their day-to-day exercise? Uh, Yes. To the short term, walking is not exercise. This is a normal way that uh, humans have moved around. It does not qualify or meet the thresholds where of exercise. That being said, it is an essential component for cognitive health. It's an essential component for detoxification and also for charging the body. It's there's innumerable methods from walking that can't be underestimated, and it's something that I do believe everybody should build into their day. It's simple. It's easy. It's cost effective. I did it in a freezing cold climate. So all your excuses that are out there, I know it sucks. You got to bundle up and stuff. Get it, do it. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll benefit from it. And it's also a great way to relieve stress when your anxiety would go for a walk. Mm-hmm. and it, it, it the, the movement will de, de-stress and stress is the biggest killer yeah. uh, that we have, or actually the stress response that's been unmitigated because we're supposed yeah. to move. That being said, if you're looking at longevity and degeneration or degeneration inside the body, um, there's three particular areas that are going to live you, have you live your best life. And they are as follows the amount of lean body mass that you can maintain during your life, which is related to bone density, which is a big issue for women, um, particularly. Second is the uh, cardiovascular health that you have. Um, the research says that you need to be in the top 2.5 percentile of the population. Now, that sounds really high. It's actually not that hard to get there. And mm. so uh, you can check out Peter Atia's work on side of that. Mm. And then the third thing is your um, flexibility, your range of motion, which will de- complete, deplete over time. Yeah. Um, building that into a, a work week on a minimal scale, probably three days a week, um, you know, in an, in an excellent fashion, it would probably be six. Mm. I don't suggest people go out and start doing six. I think mm. pick one of them and start working on it. Get a coach, get a coach. Because you need to have the feedback to help you overcome whatever aspects that are limiting you. Most of them are psychological. They're not physiological. They're not emotional stuff. And so that you can build kind of the dopamine pathway that's going to lead to this becomes fun. Mm-hmm. And for most things, that's anywhere between six weeks to 12 weeks until you actually start to see it. And I will say this. Weight training, in my opinion, is superior to all of them because it's the only way that we are able to alter the shape of our bodies. Mm. Okay. And the shape of our bodies is probably one of the biggest areas of um, self-psychological stress that I see people. I look fat in this. Uh, My gut's hanging out. My shoulders are too narrow. My Like your posture, your bone density and how your physique looks and then how you feel are undeniably important. And anybody that says they're not is full of crap, Mm -hmm. okay? Aesthetic ideal are based in biological attractiveness, which is the need to mate, which is one of the strongest drives inside the body, okay? It is what it is. And so addressing that in a healthy and positive way where you're committing to that, I think its benefits are far greater than the temporary discomfort you're going to experience for a few months as it sucks out. And that's why you need a coach to walk you through that process until all of a sudden you look in the mirror and you go, hey, my glutes are kind of looking a little rounder than I thought before. That's it. You're hooked. You are absolutely hooked. And I think that level of self-confidence, not to mention the physiological benefits are critical to long-term health and happiness. And we know it's a fact for longevity. Okay. So, so helpful. And there's so much I want to ask you also, like you were saying, like a minimum of three times a week. So if I started doing Pilates three times a week and awesome. on top of my walking, would you say like, that is something I could pat myself back on the back as far 100%. as saying, this is That's far. Far. It's awesome. Cause you're, you're, you're getting range of motion. You're getting yeah. strength mm-hmm. uh, inside of that. Uh, great. Pilates cool. is awesome. Cool. And that's the thing. You've got to find your thing. Yeah. You're like just because your best friend loves yoga and you go there and you're like, ah, oh, I'm so sweaty. I hate it. I don't like yeah. it. I'm like, ah, 
fine. Yeah. You know, like, but find your thing and, and, and go in there and, and, it, it, and then you know, once you find your thing, it's cool, right? You get into it. There's a culture, there's a community, there's a tribe, there's fun. There's, there's, totally. there's so many rewarding aspects, which are important to uh, the human condition. Yeah, no, I, I literally uh, was just searching in New York city for like a hip hop Pilates class because I love hip hop music and it, it is really challenging. And, and I am the person that has gone to yoga and I look around like a criminal because I, I look sketchy in there because I'm so antsy in yoga. Cause it's just not my thing. Um, okay. So I have a lot of questions also about digestion and then also magnesium. So you talk about five stages of digestion. What are those five stages and why do they matter for us? Yeah, this is really, really critical. You know, the big thing is everybody's talking about what diet do you take? What do you want? Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. You know, is it keto? Is it paleo? Is it vegetarian? Uh, and, you know, I broke all the modes. Uh, I was a vegetarian, bodybuilder, no drugs, chemicals, stuff like that. So I'm really way out there. So, but I'm dietary agnostic. Choose a diet that's right for you. Okay. But let's qualify something. Your diet is only as good as your digestion. And right now, here's the data. This is going to blow people away. 12% of the emergency hospital visits are related to gastrointestinal issues. The three biggest killers of society, heart disease, diabetes, and cancer are all correlated with our diets. Okay. And what people experience most often are little signals that things are off. Gas, bloating, acid reflux, heartburn, skin conditions, uh, brain fog in the morning, crusty eyes, all that stuff. It's related to your diet. Mm. It's related to your digestion. And since the 1940s, we started adding a tremendous amount because we went into monoculture farming. We were, we added fertilizer to the soil, which made the crops grow further. That had lower nutrient content in order. Then the plants got weaker. We started adding herbicides, pesticides, and fungicides to disrupt the natural enzymatic and uh, bacteria cultures that we would have got from those foods. We cook it, we pasteurize it, we preserve it. We add blue dyes to it. We add flavors. We have chemical agents. So it's not food anymore. And this has been going on for generations and generations. So we don't, most people don't even know what real food tastes like. You go out to a, like a Mennonite farm and have a tomato or something. It's like a life-changing experience. You cannot believe a tomato tastes like that or a cucumber or an apple. You're like, what? Because this is original seed from hundreds of years ago. So it's kind of like that scene in the Matrix. How do they know what tasty, you know, is like everything tastes like, how does everything taste like chicken? Well, was, they just came out with that in the Matrix. And that's kind of how we're living right now. Mm-hmm. So um, your five stages of digestion is first taste, touch, feel of food. If you look, what's interesting is the most common foods that people love are foods that they eat with their hand. French fries, burgers, sandwiches, pizza. Things, finger food, well, you get, there is a sensory component to food, the taste it, the smell it, the touch it, the, the salivary glands get activated, your nervous system goes there. In India, it, they eat with their hands specifically to activate the five electrical energies inside the body. And so when you go to an elaborate restaurant, they focus on the visual presentation, the sense, the smell, the lighting in the place. The more that you make your food an experience, the better it's going to be for you. Then you start masticating the food, you're chewing it up, you start releasing a few of the enzymes, the food comes down the esophageal sphincter, or down the esophagus into the stomach and the esophageal sphincter closes. That's the supposed to what's happened, okay? And so when it does, you got the first 30 to 60 minutes where the enzymes present in the food break down the food in the body. And then after 30 minutes, the hydrochloric acid starts to come in, which changes the pH, disinfects the food from... You know, all the parasites, the bugs, the bacteria, the virus, all that sort of stuff. That's what HCL does. Now, if you don't have enough HCL, okay, what happens is that little flap stays open, the food starts to rot, and you start releasing gas in the stomach. And that's where you get acid reflux and heartburn. Okay. So that's a good chest. You can take a baking soda, take four ounces of baking soda, mix, or, or excuse me, half teaspoon of baking soda, mix it in four ounces of water. Drink it down on an empty stomach. If you burp within five minutes, you got a good hydrochloric acid levels. If you don't burp in five minutes, you don't have good hydrochloric acid levels. So that's an easy test for people to do. Also, you can test if you have enough enzymes present. You can take um, uh, a tablespoon of uh, lemon juice after you eat. And if you you feel that you don't get gas or bloating, that means you're enzymatically deficient. Mm. It doesn't make a difference. So if you feel a lot of gas and bloating, next thing, the food travels out of the intestinal tract into 
the intestines. And this is where you heard this word, the microbiome starts to work on it. The microbiome is a fancy name for all the bacteria in your gut. We have literally 10 times the amount of bacteria in our bodies that we do cells in the body. Okay. Uh, there is a tremendous amount of data. We live in a symbiotic relationship with these organisms. 10% are good, 10% are bad, 80% are opportunists. Okay. And what that means is this we want to cultivate the growth and development of our good bacteria. As we feed those bacteria, they produce the antioxidants, the chemicals, the vitamins, the nutrients. They are the converters, the workers of the body between enzymes and probiotics to literally feed every cell in our body the health and nutrition it needs to operate. If we don't have these bacteria cultures, we're in trouble. What do we experience? We experience yeast infections. We get colds all the time. We catch every single disease that co comes on. Our uh, anxiety levels tend to go up because we don't make the neurotransmitters in our body. Like 95% of your serotonin is made in your gut, for example. It, it, like, all of these things, and anybody that's been on a high doses of antibiotics at any time in your life, most everybody, anyone that's used an excessive amount of caffeine or used a lot of different drugs or ate a lot of uh, chemicalized, processed, packaged foods, have a disrupted back microbiome, period. That's everybody. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's like everybody needs this. And so ensuring that you have uh, high quality probiotics that you're taking regularly that are supported by the right prebiotic formulation in order that they will work and they will advocate is essential. And they should cross correlate with your diet. In other words, you're more ketogenic or you're more uh, vegetarian, the, the enzyme or paleo, the enzymes and probiotics that you are going to take to get the most effect of your body are going to be correlated with your diet. Mm. Okay. And we've developed uh, various variations of those for for people because digestive distress is a massive problem in our society. And then the final piece is elimination. Mm -hmm. Okay. And proper elimination. So all of this movement goes through peristaltic contraction. And as the peristaltic contraction moves the food through the body, okay. If it gets disrupted, you know, all of a sudden I'm constipated. I can't go to the bathroom very more, very common for, for women, uh, you know, cause bathrooms and commercial areas, they get holding themselves. I get it. Right. And, and so this it starts to lean towards disruption in our peristaltic flow. So getting a squatty potty, maybe you have to do colon hydrotherapy for a while, if that's an issue for you for a while and ensuring that you clean out through uh, a good uh, herbal or parasite detoxification because parasites can disrupt our, the flow of our body. We address all of those issues with our company because, you know, it's a big passion of mine because yeah. I see when we correct people's digestion, there's just a lot of things that start to improve in people's yeah. lives. It's amazing how critical mm -hmm. this is. And you can't get on your best diet. If you've got the bad guys in your bacteria, in your stomach or in your intestines that aren't working for you, that's what drives you to the 7-Eleven at two o'clock in the morning for the ice cream and ding-dongs. It's not that you need it. It's that the bacteria want to feed. And if you have uncontrollable food cravings that are disrupting your life or your self-image or how you feel about yourself or your, your, your health, your vitality and stuff, guess what? Chances are you got too many bad guys in your gut that are running your brain. They work symbiotically with their nervous system and they're disrupting your choices. And you wonder why, why did I do that? That's because the bad guys are in control of your brain and you got to take control by addressing those issues of digestion. And when you do it, you all of a sudden you have more self-control, you have more ease to stay on the programs that you want and you feel better about yourself and your body runs better. Mm, you know, it's so funny. Well, it's not really, but my dad, he eats like the worst of anyone I know. And I mean, this guy, he toasts a bagel in the morning and then he puts a layer of butter, like very thick butter around the bagel. And then he puts um, cream cheese on top of it and bacon slices on top of that. And he, um, he does, you know, he just goes all the way, like, you know, always an umbrella drink, always extra bread, always like steak and meat and beef. And it's good that he eats all the meat, but like, he really goes for it. Loves fast food. Point being, he's kind of a walking miracle. He's like 78 with no range of motion, but a lot of energy. And his body reacts negatively to anything I give him that encourages his wellness. So I was curious, like, what do you think is going on when someone who kind of eats like shit, 
suddenly they start to eat well and it doesn't feel good in their body. What, what's your response? Because I know that that's kind of a thing. And then I also have a few questions about water and um, some other things before we move on. Yeah, great question. And it's microbiome. So different people are predispositioned for different types of dietary components. So there's about uh, a quarter of the population that is still able to break down gluten, for example. There's an enzyme called uh, DPP4, dipeptidylpeptidase 4, that actually breaks down the gluten molecule and is not disrupted by, I say, um, uh, glyphosates to the extent some other people are, and you have other people that you, you know, bring them near gluten thing and they're having emotional, like they have any physiological pains. Um, and so, so generally people's dietary selections are a combination of genetic and epigenetic predispositions and their micro of what microbiome of what they can break down and digest. So what happens when you start giving them something on the health food side, the, the bacteria cultures that have grown inside the system are not going to, they're not going to do well. Mm -hmm. Similarly, if you take a vegetarian and try to put them on a ketogenic diet right off the bat, they're not going to respond well or vice versa, a ketogenic person to a vegetarian because the microbiome hasn't had enough time to adjust. Mm -hmm. And so anybody that is moving into a, say even a more improved diet or a better diet want to make sure that they're addressing their both genetics, their epigenetics and their microbiome to determine if that's going to work for them or not, because often what will happen, particularly if a person is, 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 is high in potential toxicities, then you know what, the, if you start giving them good, they start detoxifying or they start doing a fast or they start doing these things. It's like, Oh, now the chemicals start dumping out of the system and they feel like crap. So it's better to keep on the, the program. They're going a gradual adjustment uh, rather than uh, deep integrations. And it needs to be based on their, their individual chemistry. Okay. Okay. So I have some rapid fire questions and then I want to dive into magnesium because those of you who didn't catch me at the beginning, um, one that this is my favorite by optimizers product is their magnesium breakthrough. It's just the, the amount of different variations of magnesium they have. It's like one of a kind. And I just find it has really helped me with my sleep. And those of you who know me know that I'm sleep obsessed. So, um, okay. A few rapid fire questions. Number one, when you're at a restaurant, they'll say sparkling water tap. Um, do you recommend, recommend like first question is, is it okay to count water as sparkling water or tea? Cause I know a lot of people might not drink enough water, but they love tea or they love sparkling water. And I want to clarify this for once and for all, because I think it's an area of, of confusion. And then I also wanted to ask you about restaurant orders. Like, should we be saying yes to tap water? So two different questions. Are you tired of feeling tired? There's one phase of sleep that almost everybody fails to get enough of, and it's called deep sleep. This is responsible for most of your body's daily rejuvenation, repair, hunger, weight loss, hormones, energy, and so much more. And chances are, if you're not loving your sleep, you're not loving your life. And one of the biggest reasons people don't get enough sleep, especially the deep state, is because they're deficient in magnesium along with 80% of the US population. Since magnesium is responsible for 300 to 600 different biochemical reactions in your body, if you don't get enough, you're likely to struggle with sleep, energy, metabolism, pain, and stress. So why is the majority of the US population missing magnesium in their body? Well, it's been missing in the soil in the United States since the 1950s. So while you can get some magnesium from certain foods like black beans, nuts, avocados, spinach, and more, if you really wanna make sure you get enough, I recommend considering a supplement in addition to these foods. This is why I was inspired to share the magnesium breakthrough product I've been using every evening from BioOptimizers. This is by far the most complete magnesium product I've ever heard of with the optimal ratio of seven essential types of magnesium, including number one, magnesium chelate, which is great for muscle strength, recovery, and health. Two, magnesium malate, which helps with headaches, chronic pain, and depression. And number three, magnesium L3 and 8, which is to help you improve your brain function, including your short and your long-term memory, which we all need a little of that. Most magnesium supplements only have two or three different types of the nutrient, which is still not moving the needle like BioOptimizers does. 
head on over to www.magbreakthrough.com slash U-turn. That's www.magbreakthrough.com slash Y-O-U-T-U-R-N. And make sure you use the U-turn code for 10% off your order. I absolutely am loving the Mag Breakthrough product, game changer, and I hope you enjoy the 10% off. Yes. Um, I believe still water is superior. Mm -hmm. Um, the the advantage of carbonated water is it tends to be an appetite suppressant. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, tap water, too much variance, uh, in there. Um, I, I, I just, I think it's, I think it's a, I think it's a bad idea. I never drink tap water. I drink, uh, filtered tap water. I will, but I won't drink tap water. Okay. And tea, what about tea? Like, is that a, a way for us to, you know, cause there's a lot of people that are going to be so sick of their fourth liter of water of the day. Yes. Tea Her- kind of herbal tea is fine. Okay. Um, caffeinated tea will have a dehydrating effect. So I'm really big on herbal teas. I drink herbal tea every day. Okay, cool. And then, um, you know, you talked about microbiome. And, and one thing that I know is that there's a lot of people out there who are probably listening to this and thinking like, how do I get a snapshot of my body? You know what I mean? Like yes. you are a biohacker to the T and I love it. And you remind me of all my friends in LA who have so many metrics. And I know that the mainstream masses don't have access to this. What are some basic products that people can buy or ways that people can, or questions people can ask their doctor um, that they can write down right now? And we'll put them in the show notes just to get a basic basic snapshot of where is their microbiome? Because the other day I pooped in a French fry thing for my doctor (laughs) and he measured my poop and did a whole thing for my fecal test. It's not beautiful to figure out where your health is at. Imagine that not everybody's able to do that. Can you just share a little bit about what are some quick win products that are affordable? Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you a laundry list here of the thing, the tests you need to do. You need to do this about once every five years. And if you do this, you will know 95% of your health. One right off the bat that you do once a couple hundred bucks, do a genetic test. I like the DNA company or um, the longevity one that for you. Yeah. So there's a longevity one that measures your rate of aging. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are two really great companies. Now you can, now, you know, the genes that you're dealing with your predispositions and where you might want to direct your efforts. Second thing, especially for ladies, well, it's actually for men and for, for, for women that just different components, get a Dutch test, measure your hormones. Okay. A woman runs on a 28 day cycle. A man runs on a 24 hour cycle. Okay. And so there's variances that need to be interpreted by a naturopathic doctor inside of that. The, the other thing I would look at is a homo IR test which is regulating your insulin and your blood sugar. Okay. Um, a pulse test will, will test, um, uh, damaged proteins inside your heart. Okay. So you can predis and these are going to make you see which diets and which nutritional products are going to be right for you. And then go get a DEXA scan. A DEXA scan will measure your lean body mass, your fat mass, and your bone density. Okay. Those five things need to be done once every five years, you know, just to check in to see how well your nutrition is working. Now, the next thing that you're talking about specifically is like a GI test, right? And there's a bunch of different companies out on the market, you know, from, from Viome and uh, uh, what's the other one? Nova. Yeah, exactly. Nova, Nova is a great one as well. Yeah, it sucks. You're pooping in a French fry thing and send it it's off. It's such things. a weird experience. Like I'm locking myself it's really in the bathroom. Weird. Like, mom, don't come in. This is a very weird test I'm doing right now. And then you put your poop in your refrigerator for three days because you have to poop for three days. I mean, it's a whole thing. Yeah. But anyway, tell us more. But what that does is it actually determines what is present uh, in your intestinal tract for bacteria cultures. Now, when you cross correlate this, you know, I advocate for getting a natural. Um, doctor, a naturopathic doctor, your medical doctor, (laughs) likely they've been trained to give you drugs for everything. And what you're looking about is to avoid that cycle for as long as you can. You want to stay out of the hospitals. They're very good at treating acute care. They are terrible at long-term care. They're not taught that way. And you need to understand that naturopathic doctors um, holistic health practitioners, people who have experience in nutrition and the relation to hormone health and bacteria culture is really, really important. 
find one, get one. There's lots of them out there and go down that pathway. And someone who's producing a lot of res- uh, extraordinary results. Once you have that down, um, then you're going to be able to build a customized program for yourself. What probiotics are going to be right for you? What, what dietary patterns are best? What nutrients? Oh yeah. One last thing. SpectraCell. SpectraCell is a test on vitamins and minerals that shows how well you absorb them, how well you utilize, utilize them and what ones you're deficient in, which the most common deficiency in humans right now for uh, vitamins and minerals is magnesium. Number one in North America, there's almost everybody's deficient in magnesium. I'd say number two is uh, vitamin D, vitamin K, and then B12. Those four things are the biggest ones. Now, you may have dietary predispositions. You may be low in vitamin A, or you might have not enough vitamin E or whatever, based on whatever, uh, or you might have a trouble absorbing and utilizing it. And that's why that spectra cell test is so important to see what vitamins that you need and and what dosages that you're going to get the result that you want. You know, it was mind blowing for me. I did, I did these tests, some of these, and, um, I found that I have pernicious anemia, which apparently my stomach isn't absorbing vitamin B. And as a result, it's when I'm tired all the time. So my doctor actually gave me my own prescription for shots and vitamin B12. And she was like, you are so low on this. You can shoot yourself up with vitamin B12 every day. And so people come over and they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I am shooting myself with vitamin B. Would you like some? But Point being, it is the first thing I've ever used where I felt within 30 minutes, a complete shift more than a cup of coffee could ever give me just by giving my body something that it couldn't get on its own. And of course we live in a world where people are going to say, well, can't you just trust the natural pharmacy of your body to regulate itself and do the things it needs to do for you? It's like, no, we live in the most toxic time ever. Like the amount of like pollutants in our water, the fact that we're spraying our vegetables with pesticides and poison it's like, we're just living in such an insane time. So I really appreciate everything you're sharing here. And we're going to be sure to put these in the show notes. And we're going to check with your team about that longevity test so that everyone who's listening can check that out and find a naturopath. And guys, it's not that hard. Get on Yelp, find a naturopath, make an investment in yourself, ask for these tests. Um, Like he said, it's every five years. Okay. So I want to talk to you about magnesium. You said most people are deficient in it. What happens or how can we know if we have that deficiency? Um, what is different about the magnesium breakthrough product? And um, sorry, I'm asking you like 500 questions. I feel the sure. hour wrapping up and I just really am holding on to your ankles right now. Right. Um, so tell me a little bit just in general about why this product, because I know it's been a killer product for bioptimizers. It's been a game changer for me. And I think anyone listening, I hope you guys get the magnesium breakthrough product. So talk to me about that. Easiest way to tell. If you have disrupted sleep, high levels of anxiety or stress response inside the body, and you crave chocolate, those are the three items that I would say, if you are in a high EMF area with a lot of electromagnetic frequencies, uh, that is Wi-Fi and internet and cell phone areas like New York city or any city or whatever, that's going to be the electromagnetic pollution actually makes us burn more magnesium and can disrupt the flow of our channels. Um, if your diet, the, the food things in your diet are dark chocolate, avocados, nuts, seeds, bananas, leafy grains, tofu, and legumes, those are magnesium rich. Everything else is not so magnesium rich. And so you want to address, uh, that, um, most people are not getting, um, even 50% of the magnesium they require for basic function. And we don't even know what the ultimate level of magnesium is. It's involved in over 600 different processes inside the body, how your enzymes regulate, how your neurotransmitters be. Virtually everyone in North America is deficient in magnesium. I can say that across the board. Now, the question is, you go to the store, there's 32 different magnesiums. Which one do I take? And everybody says that there's the best. And we actually went through this. We have a research lab in Croatia, uh, in Bosnia, and we started testing this. And what's interesting is micro uh, magnesium actually impacts the microbiome. It actually makes them, it'll make the bacteria grow better. It'll make them produce new antioxidants. It'll make them develop a whole, it's amazing what magnesium does, but um, the, we looked at it and there was a guy by the name of Charles Poliquin who coached Olympic medalists in uh, gold medalists in 27 different sports as well as the who's who of professional sports. And he had figured out that magnesium, different types of magnesium were taken up by the body, some for heart, some for the nervous system, some for the cells, some for the brain, some uh, impacted um, your uh, arteries. 
Okay, so it's like, well, which one did what? So we tested them all out and we came up with a formulation that addressed seven different types of magnesium and put them all in one pill. Well, why did we do that? Because, and why did no one else do that? Number one, right. it was really hard. They're different sizes. When you see magnesium chelate or bisglycinate or whatever, okay, all of those have a different molecular side and they don't fit all in a capsule very well. And so we had to develop special machines, special flow regulators, special capsules in order to put them all into one nutrient. That's why it wasn't done before. People said it couldn't be done. It took us months to figure it out. We finally did. What we include in it is we put um, chelate, citrate, bisglycinate. We use malate and we use torate as well as orotate and sucrosomial, okay? As well as humic and fulvic acid. Humic and fulvic acid is the plant acids that are used to extract minerals from the soil and convert it into biological, uh, you know, utilizable formants. There's bioavailable. You hear that word? That means yeah. it's an organic compound. That's why plants are one of the best sources for magnesium. Vitamin B6 and manganese are the precursors that deliver it into your body. Mm. What does that manage? Insulin 7 sensitivity, migraine headaches, vasodilation, type 2 diabetes, depression. Um, we're talking PMS cramping. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like you wouldn't believe all the different cardiovascular health, uh, overall uh, functioning of your heart muscle. It's, it, it goes on and on. What else can I think of offhand that, that magnesium does glucose metabolism. In other words, how you regulate blood sugar is yeah. a big factor. If you're taking a lot of caffeine, it will strip your body out of magnesium. So um, mm. potassium, sodium, and magnesium are the three elements that work synergistically together to run every single electrical transmission inside your body. A disruption in either one of those three uh, are not going to allow you to feel your best or work your best. And magnesium breakthrough, a couple capsules before you go to bed, it really does a lot for sleep. You can, if you want to go through a loading cycle, if you're really stressed or anxiety, you're really stressing out a lot. Um, what I suggest is doing, a, um, I have a whole process, which is based on orthomolecular psychiatry programs about you start with, say, for a lady, one capsule uh, three times a day, and then add one capsule to each component until you get the runs. Mm. And when you get the runs, it, it, that means you meet tolerant, you, you broke the GI barrier, you, 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 you get the runs, your body can't absorb it. And that's, that's your tolerant dose. Mm. And then you cut it back a half gram, which mm. is basically two caps. And you stay at that. And if you get the runs again, you cut it back another half gram. Mm. And so I went up to six grams. I got all stressed out wow. running three businesses, living all around the world. And I had to drop one of my businesses and um, I sold that off. And then I, I, I used up to just under six grams a day. And now I only need one and a half after I went through that cycle for about six wow. months. Yeah. And okay. I just kept tighter titrating it down as I went through it. That's, that's to fill up your theory. I've got it um, to fill up your bucket, as I call it, the bucket theory of nutrition. It's in the awesome health course, which is available on our website. And I break down everything I talked about on this podcast in seven steps, 84 days, 12 weeks of a systematic five to seven minute videos that gives you exactly what you do in sequence. We don't even get to supplements to weigh down the thing, water, health, exercise. I've got a 15 minute day routine that a person can do that covers all of the elements. It's super easy. Anybody can do it and it'll transform your life. And that's what we're here to do it by optimizers. Wow. Wade, I feel like we should call you Wade healthy heart instead of Wade light heart. I mean, I guess <laughs> your heart is light too. Everyone. Um, I'm so excited that you came on Wade. thank you so much. I'm so glad that we're working with you guys over at by optimizers because it just feels, um, I could feel your passion for it. I know how responsible you are with the products that you create and, um, having those two magnesium every night before I go to sleep, it really took, and, and, um, you know, I've used also CBD sometimes. These are things that have just been game changers for me. And it is amazing that you're able to find seven different types of magnesium and, and put it into this little capsule, making those miracles happen. Modern day sorcery. So any of you who want to check it out, third time, I'm just going to give you the link, magbreakthrough.com. It's M-A-G-B-R-E-A-K through T-H-R-O-U-G-H.com slash U-turn 10. Um, and the code is also U-turn 10, Y-O-U-T-U-R-N 10. You get your discount. Um, I can't wait to hear from those of you who use this product. Please message me. I just, I'm really revved up about it. And thank you so much, Wade, for, for being here and just joining me on the show. Thank you very much. And also to add, it's a 365 day money back guarantee. If you don't feel extraordinarily better, we demand that you let us know and we give you all your money back from your purchase because we're committed to your health and vitality.
Love that so much. Thank you so much for tuning into the U-Turn podcast. And thank you again so much for our sponsors. We are here because of you and to our listeners. Thank you for checking out our sponsors. We always pick people and brands that we trust and we believe in. And just for listening to the show, writing your reviews on the Apple app, and just being willing to make your own U-Turns. We'll see you next week.